Now knowing what impact social media has on those girls that are growing up right now, right now it doesn't look like that generation is going to be empowered to close the gender gap. If you pick a specific purpose, that is not just how you live your social media presence, but how you live your whole life. Hello, and welcome to the Noble Marketing Ideacast. I'm Becky Holland. I recently had the huge pleasure of interviewing Irina Soriano for the Noble Idea Cast, and we had such a great conversation, we just couldn't fit it into one episode. So, this is part two of the Irina Soriano interview on Generation Brand, the impact of social media on young women, her book, and lots more besides. So talking about you personally, and I just want to take a little step back from talking about uh, seismic and your roles, and I'd really like to focus a little bit more on your on your personal journey, because this is this is kind of an exciting time for you in your career. You've just written a book. Uh, you're going to do TEDx. Um, so tell me tell me a little bit about your your personal journey to, to, to how you've got to where you are now. Yeah, um, I'm very passionate about what I do in my job. Um, You know, I wake up on Monday mornings and I'm excited to start my week. And I I feel really lucky about that. Um, And one steady component that has really followed me throughout my entire career is that I spend a lot of time mentoring folks in younger career paths. Um, men and women, but there happen to be a lot of women because I was often in industries that, you know, were heavy male dominated. Um, And I guess, you know, females along the way, be that me being in Europe and being in Asia and being in the US, um, I just had the opportunity to, to mentor a lot of folks. So this was the year for me to say, hey, what can I give back? And what are some some of the things that helped me advance my career and make me feel more confident and, you know, believing in myself that I can pass on to that next generation of females. So yeah, 2020 was a bit of a wake up year and a lot of time I got back. So it allowed me to actually sit down and, you know, put some of this work together and, and, write a book that's going to be published soon which is really exciting um that's how this whole thing came together so tell me a little bit about your your book tell me what it's about and tell me how it can inspire i guess women in particular to to achieve more the book is really looking at two major dilemmas that we have out in the world that right now the first one is the topic of the gender gap, right? Which we have been talking about for a very long time. Um, so I think we're all familiar what the current status is there. Um, you know, knowing the lack of female talent pipeline, how, you know, women already suffer from a confidence gap as they embark their careers. And, you know, then every year we see all these reports coming out that say, hey, here's what companies need to do, right? Biases training, et cetera, et cetera, which I totally agree with um, that that needs to happen. But knowing that over 2 million women get pushed out of the workforce with COVID, 
it's shocking, right? So I, I, you know, I, I consider this a national crisis here. Like it, it really is. So, you know, there were so many things that looked like they were moving in the right direction for us to, you know, in a 150 years close to gender gap. And right now it just doesn't look like that. My big point is what's the other perspective we can look at to close the gender gap? And for me, companies are not going to do that. It, you know, they have to do their part, yes. But unless us women take this into our own hands, I don't think it's going to happen. Definitely not throughout my lifetime it's going to happen. So the other dilemma that I'm looking at is, hey, that next generation, really what they have in common is that they grow up with social media and the internet since day one of their life, right? And if I think all the implications that early social media usage has on confidence, self-belief, and particularly for women, right? Because, you know, like I said, we're already at a confidence gap considered or compared to our male peers when we enter the workforce. And there's a ton of research on that out there. Now, knowing what impact social media has on those girls that are growing up right now, you know, negative impact it has, plus the current situation that we're in, like right now, it doesn't look like that generation is going to be empowered to close the gender gap. Like I'm not seeing it. If you look back on 2020, and I'm sure you're familiar with the concept of cancel culture, yeah. how many people, and I'm not talking celebrities, right? So I'm talking young women and young men that put out stuff on social media that got, you know, they get kicked out of school or canceled their educational path and, you know, really stuff that's going to impact them and that's going to live in the cloud for the rest of their lives. And so if I'm looking at those two things, um, for me, the key was to come up with a concept using women like myself, millennials and Generation Z women that are in the workforce right now to enable them to shape the next generation that that I'm calling generation brand. Um, so that's the that's the key of the book. It's really that concept. And I've discovered this for myself just a few years ago, you know, and it had no name. It, I knew what I was doing, but I hadn't really put almost like a playbook together on how it should be done. Um, and the the concept is called Life Brand, um, which I'm happy to tell you a little bit more about. So it was really for me about to say, hey, what has pushed my confidence levels way higher in the position that I'm in right now? And how can I put this together so that other women can use this also? Um, and it's all done through the reach of social media. So it's really the connecting the two major problems of social media and the gender gap and using social media to to help us close the gender gap. I think the really interesting thing for for the young women that I know is is actually being able to have a genuine voice because the peer pressure on them is so great. And you see the things that they put out on social media. You think this isn't even true. It's not even anything to do with you. It's all about trying to be liked. And I think that's awful. If young women start their, start their whole lives and careers about thinking about how do I, how do I make myself liked? They're kind of going stuff about stuff the wrong way. It's so funny that you were hitting on that. Um, so I think, I don't think I'm saying, you know, some people might find this controversial. I don't think I'm saying anything new here that women in general, we have a little bit more of a, I don't know if it's a, a need or a 
desire to be liked, right? I see this with my husband all the time. He's in finance and he doesn't really care, but yet I do care, you know, that people like, like me or I have a positive impression. And I'm always wondering why this is so different. Um, so I think there's something to be said about that, right? Um, and particularly when we talk social media likes and you use the word of peer pressure, which I fully agree with, it, it's, it's, it's a like addiction, Right. And by that, I mean, it's, oh, okay, I posted this thing. I got three views and two likes. Okay. Maybe if I turn this up a notch or I make this more daring or unseen or sexy or whatever it is, oh, maybe I'm going to get 50 likes. Well, now you had 50. The question is, how am I going to get a hundred likes? Right. And I think I speak here for everybody who's on social media. Like when I get up in the morning and I drink my coffee, I go through my LinkedIn and my Instagram. Like I, I have totally have like addiction, just like everybody else does. Um, and I think this, like you said, this pushes particularly women that are significantly more active on social media than men into putting content out that's not really reflecting their identity, right? And it's it's all with the purpose of feeding that like addiction. And that's particularly for younger women, right? And what this started to do now is it has created a social media landscape that's really not building my confidence, but it's rather shattering my confidence if things don't go the way I want them to go. You're familiar with the term of personal branding. Absolutely, yeah. Intentional effort I undertake publicly on social media, you know, to position myself to be an influence in a particular field or in my industry or to gain credibility or advance my career. Um, so that's very specific goals. A When I say life brand, that goes way beyond that. That is your and mine individual digital fingerprint. So that goes way beyond the few intentional things I've put out there. That's the entire collection that got put together over the course of my social media lifetime of accessible content that I posted and that others posted about me. That means all your photos, all your videos, every comment you ever put, every like, clap or love you ever put out there. So the reason why I'm saying that is the if you pick a specific purpose in life, right? Which could mean different things. And you are clear on your identity and what you want to portray. And that is not just how you live your social media presence, but how you live your whole life. That means every time I'm speaking to people, every time I'm acting, having the awareness that if somebody makes a recording of me right now and it goes on social media, that's part of my life brand. That is really the consciousness or the awareness that I'm trying to create with the hopes of, hey, are you going to have that, you know, 20th beer that's going to put you over the edge and you're not going to remember tomorrow what videos you were featured in. So that is really the concept that I'm trying to teach in the awareness that I'm trying to create, um, especially in this crazy COVID video world that we're in right now, right? Being on Zoom all day, there's just so much time for exposure um, that I think people often don't realize. And even if they do realize, they maybe don't don't want to think about it. I think, oh, nobody's going to be interested in that and it's fine. And there's so much content out there, it'll, it'll blow away. Um, yeah. But of course, none of it, none of it does. It's all still there. It's all, it's all somebody needs to do is search for it and they will find it. Yeah, likely. 
one of the things that you talk about in your book is is what has pushed your own confidence levels up because you you know you're a high achiever there will be lots of young women that that will look up to you and look at what you've done and say well how do how do I do that so what is it that's pushed your own confidence levels up and how have you got to the point that you're that you're at yeah I remember that particular moment like I had a situation like a few years back when I had a performance review come up and I was kind of preparing for it and like, you know, like writing down the things I feel I need to work on and the stuff that went well. And my husband came up to me and said, so you, you're asking for a promotion, right? And I was like, what? And he said, well, you had this really great year. You're asking to be promoted, right? So that was a little bit of a penny drop moment for me while I was like, why is he so different? And like, and I'm not seeing it. Like, what's wrong with me here? Um, so I thinking it's a, this confidence gap that women generally have and that I totally had until a few years back. And I'm not saying everything has changed, but at least it, the gap has narrowed for me personally. I think it all came down to, you know, the self doubt and, and thinking that the, you know, like a guy could do this job better than me and the fear to ask for a raise or for a promotion. I think that's something that so many professional women just live with. It's almost, it's built into our brain, right? So where it turned for me was when I really went into, hey, I'm going to, one, get comfortable with self-promoting, right, and talking about my accomplishments, and I'm going to pick a particular purpose that is going to portray the real me and my identity and what I stand for, and I'm going to portray that through the use of social media so I can reach people. And quite frankly, that has been it for me. We don't have to be afraid to celebrate our accomplishments and talk about the stuff we care and, you know, help each other to, to you know, be more confident, really. And for me, that was a huge game changer. And I'm hoping to give that back, that experience that I had in, in the last few years. Do you think that, that the fact that you've been in enablement and that you've kind of been pioneering in perhaps something that's different has has helped you to do that to find that sense of purpose do you think that you know the role and the the kind of the the who you are your life friend if you like have have merged or 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 are, are in some way connected or do you think you would have kind of come to this sense of purpose whatever you were doing i think in regards to my passion and 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 trying to give back to you know particularly other women in my life and in my community i think that would have happened no matter like what field or profession i would have been in what i will say though this particular path that i was on the people that were in my life and particularly the people that have pushed me like my sponsors right the people that have helped me to embark on on the career path that I have and that's across you know all the different organizations that I worked for that has played a huge part in me now doing this work and like talking about my passion as well so if I hadn't met those folks something might have been different so um I don't think it's particularly enablement that that pushed me in that direction but definitely the people that have helped me embark on my professional journey you know and and supported me to to get where I am today in my own career. 
So what's next for Irina? What 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 are your hopes and aspirations next? Obviously the book is out, but what's next? Um, you know what? That's a good question. I, I would probably have to say I take this day by day. Um, <laughs> that's, really, um, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's that's really the answer. I mean, um, you know, as I embarked last year, my goal was to write a TEDx talk last year. That's it. Yeah. I wasn't planning on writing a book. And then, you know, here, fast forward now, then I happen to also write a book. So I don't really know what's going to happen in the next 6, 12, 18, 24 months. Honestly, I don't. The key for me is to get this message out there and impact as many people as I can. Like that's ultimately my goal. And any free minute I have in my day or on my weekend is that's what I'm doing. You know, that's 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 why I'm investing my time. Uh, uh, and I've made a conscious effort to cut back on my Netflix uh, um, show consumption. <laughs> So tell me, what's the book called? Where can people find it? What do people do if they want to read it? Yep, the the book is called Generation Brand um, and it's uh, available in all um, major online stores, be it Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and uh, that's where it can be bought. So how can people connect with you? Um, well, very easily through uh, social media. So on LinkedIn, if you look for Irina Soriano, uh, you're hopefully going to find me pretty quickly. You can also follow me on Instagram, and that's Irina.Soriano. I have one final question for you, Irina, and then I will I will let you go, which is um, what's the kind of secret in your relationship and how does your husband respond to, to your success? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really great question. I love that you asked me that. Um, <laughs> so I am very fortunate to be married to a man that has had really probably the most significant contribution into me stepping up and doing all the things I want to do in my life and feeling confident about what I do. And he's the, he's the catalyst behind everything really. Um, so he had a lot of input into, you know, just the book and really all the, all the things that I've done. Um, and you know, we just, we really like each other. I think that <laughs> we have genuine love for each other. We really, really like each other. We love hanging out with, with each other. We have an amazing time. Um, you know, and I think those two things coming together makes me a very, very lucky woman. Oh, well, I, I can hear the joy in what you're saying. I think that's I think that's wonderful. So, um, look, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. I have enjoyed talking to you immensely. Me too. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go and, and follow you on Instagram and, and go and read that book. Wonderful. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Noble Marketing Idea Cast. If you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to the show wherever you're listening right now. A new show will pop up in your feed every few weeks. The Noble Marketing Idea Cast is brought to you by BHMP. We're creative venture marketeers helping clients with purpose transform their business results.
and not their Instaglow. Find out more about what we do and how we can help you. Visit our website at bhnp.com or follow us on LinkedIn. Links are in the podcast description. Our producer is the talented Chris Attaway. Till next time, I'm Becky Holland. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>